Welcome to Jim Galliano's Building a Better Web Presence podcast. Build something better with less moving parts, less overhead, and less headaches. Hey everyone, this is Jim Galliano. Welcome to today's podcast episode. Merry Christmas to all of you out there, or Happy Hanukkah if you celebrate that. We are just a few days away from the Christmas of 2021, and I'm a little bit stuffy today, so if my voice sounds different, that's why. And uh, yeah, it's a few days until Christmas, so I thought I would make a quicker, faster, to-the-point episode this week because I know people are busy with things like last-minute things to do on their to-do list, and so I'm going to get right to the point today. I want to share a few thoughts that I had about the other day. Someone brought to my attention that there seems to be more people than ever before, just getting started online for the first time, whether there are new little businesses popping up or people who are getting out of the corporate world or people that were working for other people now striking out on their own. And I was just thinking about how people like a skilled freelancer, somebody like that, who's just tired of working long hours for little pay in the offline world, how many people are like that? I imagine quite a few because I was in that mindset earlier on when I started myself back in the 1990s and but not just that and I think there will always be people in that place where they're looking to break out onto the uh, on their own but the past two years seems to have motivated a record number of people looking into the advantages that come with starting and building an online type of business and I think it'll be interesting if we had the ability to fast forward a few years into the future to see how some of these new businesses do. But on the other hand, there's also older businesses that are kind of rebooting what they're doing in response to the changes that have taken place in recent years. So I started talking about change when I started this podcast back in 2017. <clears throat> Excuse me. And sometimes the world around us just changes to the point where we can no longer do business the way we have in the past. And I know a lot of people are finding themselves in that place today. And but you know, but the good news about all of this is is that we can be smarter today than we were in the past. Whether we're just starting out for the very first time or whether we're in the process of restarting something and we're going through a season of change. But before we continue, I'd like to give a shout out to my new friends over at Whereby at Whereby.com. Whereby is a super simple way to connect with others over video. Friends, clients, family, whoever they are, they are a great Zoom alternative because you don't have to download any apps. You don't have to install anything. You don't have these long meeting links that you have to worry about if they get broken when you send them to someone in an email. And you know, not everyone's technical. Some people just don't feel comfortable installing things. So you can even add video calls to your website with their new Whereby embedded feature, which is really nice. So if branding is extra important to you, it's something you'll want to check out for yourself. Like I said, Whereby is a great Zoom alternative. My friends, clients, and family love the fact that there, again, there's nothing to download and install. So I started using it about three weeks ago, and I can see myself staying with it for the foreseeable future. So you want to go ahead and check it out for yourself, they have a free trial. You don't have to put in your credit card number or anything like that. Just go to whereby.com, sign up, and get started today. One of the things I wanted to do today was just share with you some numbers 
and take a look from a strategic standpoint of how you might proceed, whether you're starting out for the very first time or whether you're rebooting something that you already have. The numbers are the numbers. That's what I really like about looking at it from this way. It removes all emotion from the equation. And if we look at a number like $100,000, right, just getting into the six-figure range, if that's something that you think is unreasonable or unachievable, you can cut that in half and look at it as 50K, $50,000 a year. So, But I'm going to stick with 100000 because I want to just look at this, how the numbers break out and what it would look like to have this kind of business going from month to month. So wherever you're at today, you can take the amount that you already have and figure it into this equation. And why I think it's so important to look at the numbers sometimes, which I've never actually done this before in this podcast, but I thought I would do it today because we're at the end of the year. And I know sometimes that when people go into the new year, they think about a new project that they have going on. They hope it works. For all those people out there that are just getting started with business for the first time online, I know that there's so many things to think about. But this is really the foundation of how business works. And it's interesting because I don't know whether it's the fact that it's not what we call a sexy topic. It's not like email marketing or it's not like other forms of marketing where we can get into things like influence and uh, video and all all of those other things. This is really the base uh, or the skeleton, the structure of what makes a business successful. So I was looking at the the six-figure, $100,000, and I thought to myself, if you're selling a product that is more expensive, now it could be anything. It could be like a, a complete program that you offer. Maybe you build something out for someone. Maybe it's a consulting type of thing. Maybe you're building websites, whatever it is. If you, excuse me, if you end up with $1,500, $1,500, right? So if you're, if you're outside of the U.S., just use whatever whatever you use, pounds or euros or whatever it is. Okay, so $1,500, this would work out to 67 sales per year. Let me just make sure I have this right. Let me open up on a calculator right here. So if we have $1,500 and we multiply that times 67 sales in a year, what would we come up with? We would come up with one hundred thousand five, one thousand, one hundred thousand, one hundred thousand five hundred. Okay, so that's pretty good. But think about that: sixty-seven sales is what you would actually need. If you just stop there, making a hundred thousand dollars a year seems fairly simple, fairly straightforward. All you have to do is sell a product that has that fifteen hundred dollar profit margin built into it. So let's say you sell something that costs, uh, somebody pays $2,000 for and $500 of that goes towards overhead. Maybe that's a little bit high, <clears throat> but let's just say, let's just keep it at 1500. After all said and done expenses, you're left with 1500. So you'd have to make 67 sales per year. However, if you really think about it, when you send somebody to a sales page, when somebody sees an advertisement, only a smaller percentage of those are going to convert from people who are prospects into buyers. And so let's use a very low percentage rate for our conversion rate. Let's say that our $1,500 product converts at 3%. And what that means is for every 100 people that see that advertisement, that go to that landing page, 
that go to our sales letter, whatever. 3% of them convert and become buyers. So the question then is, if we only need 67 sales per year, selling our $1,500 product to hit our six figures, then how many people do we need to get to that offer at that 3% conversion rate to make that happen? So what the number breaks down to is 2,233 people. So if 2,233, let's say qualified people. Now somebody might say, well, if they're qualified, it should convert higher than 3%. It should convert at 4% or 5%. And if you already have a list of people, that's true also. Maybe it would convert higher. I've seen things convert at 8 or 9% or even higher than that. But that's not duplicatable. If you already have a list of people, let's say you have 2,233 people on your mailing list, you create a product that you're going to sell for $1,500, 3% of those 2,233 people convert, which gives you 67 people buying a $1,500 product works out to your $100,000 per year. Does that make sense? So in order to get those 67 sales, we need to reach a good 2,233 people. And let's just break out the calculator one more time. Let me clear it here. So if we have 2,233 people and we divide that by 12 months, how many people do we have to reach a month with that offer converting at 3%? It would be approximately 186 people every single month. Now, again, the numbers seem fairly simple, but unless you have a way to consistently reach people every single month, and, and what I see happening a lot today is that, let's say somebody has a Facebook group because Facebook groups are popular. So let's say you have 2,233 people in your Facebook group, and you roll an offer out there for $1,500. So let's say we're in 2022 now and you're doing this. So you have your $1,500 product out there. It converts at 3% and you make your six figures just with a Facebook group. Is that doable? I would say, you know, it, it's possible. Absolutely. Especially if you have a good relationship with the group because think about it like this. Is somebody going to spend $1,500 with a person they don't have a good relationship with? Probably not really up front. Probably, <clears throat> let's say they'd be more apt to spend, I don't know, let's say $20. I don't know about you, but I've never spent $1,500 with somebody unless I've known them really well. I haven't spent $1,000 probably with somebody. Now, I'm talking about online business right now. I'm talking about online products. I'm not talking about you know buying a new car where you don't really know the people that you're buying it from. Different scenario altogether. The value proposition is different. It's easily, if you buy, let's say, a new air conditioner for your house, the value in it, no one really has to sell you on the value. No one really has to sell you on how it works. But if you're going to take that same amount of money that you would have spent on, let's say, a new AC for your house, new heating and air conditioning unit, and you're going to put that towards somebody who's going to teach you, let's say how to succeed on social media, then the person who's going to teach you how to succeed on social media so that you can in turn succeed with your business, so that you can in turn make six figures or whatever you know the number happens to be, then 
it takes a whole lot more convincing, probably over a whole lot longer period of time, before that person is going to pull the trigger and part with X number of thousands of dollars. This is one of the reasons why I think it's easier, especially if you're starting out. And I know people would, will disagree with this, and I understand that I'm just making a general statement here. But this is one of the things I like about business-to-business sales. Because if you're selling to other businesses, then you go in understanding what the value is in the product or service, maybe at a higher level than you would if you're doing B2C, business-to-customer. Because the business has to spend money on marketing. They have to spend money on advertising. They have to, they have to spend certain types of there, – there are certain expenditures. There's no way to get around them. But with somebody like you and I, if somebody's trying to sell us things that we may or may not meet, need, let's say as business to customer, it's it's different. I hope that makes sense. I don't want to like dive down into the numbers so much that it becomes you know just boring and like vanilla without the vanilla flavor. I'm just pointing out that if you're going to have a real business and you have a real business plan that has a shot of succeeding. The numbers have to work. And so with a $1,500 product, we need to make 67 sales per year. And that's getting 2,233 people to see our offer and convert at a 3% conversion rate. Then every single year, we need to find 2,233 more people. Now, some of the people, maybe that 3%, that initial 3% out of your 2,233 people who bought your $1,500 product, Maybe some more of them will buy in year two and some more in year three, but you can't burn that pool of 2,233 people out on that offer because some of them will never buy it. And there's reasons why. Maybe they don't like the offer. Maybe they don't feel the value is really what is worth $1,500. Maybe they're more advanced and don't need the basic type of information that you have in that product. Or, you know, there can be any number of reasons why. I'm just saying in order to sustain a $100,000 a year business or even a $50,000 a year business, right? Because to get to 50000 using that formula, all we would need would be what? 35 people? Or excuse me, well, I don't want to break it. It's 67 sales, so we don't want to break it down into halves, but you get what I'm talking about. Let's say 34 people. But, but it's still the same. You have to get new people. Now, there's billions of people out there, but you may not be able to get them into your Facebook group with the kind of consistency you'll need to be able to maintain that profit from year one to year two to year three to year four. And Facebook knows that. Why do you think they sell or why do you think they make so much money with Facebook ads? And why do you think Facebook ads have been so popular? Because that's what makes the whole system work. Okay. <clears throat> Let's say you're making... Let's say you have a $500 product. If you have a $500 product, $500 profit, let's say, because digital, I know we can talk about things like overhead, but let's keep it simple. $500 product, you would need 200 sales a year and you would need 6,666 people to see your landing page, to see your advertisement, to see however it is you're presenting your product, to go to your website. You would need 200 sales per year, which breaks out to 17 sales per month, 
but you still have to get 6,666 people to see the offer and have that offer converted 3% in order to make that $100,000. So making 200 sales per year at $500 each versus the $1,500 product, service, course, whatever, only needing 67 sales per year. Which one do you think would be easier to do? You know, I, I could make an argument for either one, but let's forget about that. <clears throat> because a lot of people starting out, they don't have a $1,500 product. They don't have a $500 product. Now, if you're in the service industry or you're selling services, then I would say a lot of people would fall in that between $500 and, and $1,500. But of course, a lot of people don't have that. And let's say you start out with something smaller like a $100 product or even a $20 product. With a $100 product, you'd have to make 1,000 sales a year, which comes out to just a little over 83 sales per month. Let's call it 84, okay? But we would need 33,333 people to lay eyes on our offer, converting at a 3% conversion rate. This is one of the reasons why people struggle with things like building mailing lists. Because even if you have a mailing list of 20,000 people, you send that offer to people one time and you convert it 3%, you can't keep sending that offer over again and again and again. Most of the time, now there are exceptions, but I'm just speaking in generalities here. You can see the need then for a fresh infusion of business year after year after year. And sometimes month after month after month of targeted people who are interested in your topic, who purchase your kind of product or service, you can see why it's important to see that traffic, as some people like to call it, coming month after month and year after year. Or else what happens is you have a great year and then for whatever reason, you're not able to either get the, the new people in to see the offer or... Maybe that offer is not as valuable in year two or year three as it was in year one. For example, a getting started with Facebook product would have been a lot more valuable to people X number of years ago because there were fewer products like that. A how to advertise on Facebook product would have been more valuable, let's say, five or six years ago in many ways. Again, I'm making a general statement here than it would be today because there's a lot more options on the table. Somebody may decide to spend 10 or 15 bucks on a, well, that would be an expensive Kindle book, but if it was published in 2021 or 2022, and it's talking about how to set up a uh, Facebook campaign, somebody might rather try that out first, get as far as they can with that little investment before bumping up to maybe a $100 course or a $500 course. You, you get what I'm saying. So while the numbers look easy, and here's the great thing about the numbers. Let's look at one more number, a $20 product. I think most people would feel comfortable selling a $20 product. So to hit that $100,000 a year, you would have to make 5,000 sales, which comes out to 416 sales per month with the low-end product, which comes out to 166,000 666 people seeing that offer converting at a 3% conversion rate with your $20 product to make your 5,000 sales a year. 
So you can see why, and, and I believe for a lot of people, it would be just as easy energy-wise to sell a $1,500 product than it would be to sell a $20 product. The thing that trips people up is they don't personally know people willing to spend $1,500 on a single product or service, or at least they wouldn't be able to find 67 of those people in a single year to hit their $100,000. So, of course, you also have to figure in your overhead. If you have a $1,500 product, for example, maybe you have monthly advertising costs or maybe you're paying for an email marketing service, you know, little things like that, they add up. But the nice thing about having a more expensive product as compared with a less expensive one is there's enough room in there to promote and pay for advertisements and hire people out if you need some help. Whereas if you have a $20 product, then basically you don't have the room to do all of those things. But we can take each number, $1,500, $500, $100, $20, and we can look at the pros and cons of all of them. In the big picture, would, would it make more sense or does it make more sense to experiment with all of them or have at least three different price points available? Personally, I've always felt very comfortable with the small, medium, and large approach, both as a seller and as a buyer. And uh, I try to adapt that principle to just about every product or service that I offer. It's not always possible, but with the larger priced services, it's much easier to do. I'm bringing all this up because it's really easy to move forward with basically what amounts to be a foggy, half-baked plan. Knowing the numbers will help you navigate your challenges so much easier because the numbers remove all the vagueness from the situation. They show you where you are, where you need to be, and what the distance is from where you are to where you need to be. So if you're only getting a small number of people to your website or to your landing page or to your offer, whatever it is, but, you know, obviously that's a problem. So how do you fix the problem? If you can, you can buy a, if you can afford to, you can buy an ad on Facebook or you can buy an ad on Google and you can send the type of person you're looking for to your website, to your landing page, to your offer. And then you find out very quickly, is that offer going to connect with the marketplace or are the numbers right as far as what you're charging? You know, you can play around with different things and then you make better choices going forward. For example, you'll get a much better idea of how effective the offer really is once you get it in front of, let's say, a thousand or more people as opposed to a group of 20. So when you can do that, you make your changes based on the actual real world data that you're getting back as opposed to just kind of talking over with your friends or business associates and asking them what they think. Because what you or I think and what the marketplace does, there's oftentimes a disconnect there. So if you can't afford to buy ads, that's fine. A lot of people can't. And so what they do is they really double down on the SEO approach. You know, I remember back in 2010, I think it was, when social media really started to boom as far as the growth went. You could share your products and services with like tens of thousands of people with very little effort. It, it didn't make any difference what type of business you had either. You could be online, offline, a combination of both. But today, if you're looking to get, you know, 100,000 sets of eyeballs on your product, service, or offer over the course of the next year, you have to be a little smarter and a little more strategic in your approach than you have in the past. So good SEO can absolutely positively get you there. It just may take six months, eight months, 12 months to get everything that you need in place. But where are you going to be six, eight, or 12 months anyway? 
Is it worth the effort? Absolutely. Building your personal brand can get you there. Is that going to happen overnight? No, but <laughs> you know, things that are really worthwhile, very seldom do they explode overnight. They may explode overnight, but you still have to put in that initial work in getting everything set up. Paid advertising campaigns, they can get you there. Sometimes you just need to take a little bit of time to learn where you best fit into the mix and how you can best package your existing skills and talents to meet the needs in your own marketplace, wherever it is that you're doing business. I hope things like today's podcast episode helped you get some maybe additional insights into what comes next in your own business as we move into 2022. And if you want to learn more about the programs I have to help you get there, feel free to contact me at any time at jimgalliano.com. All right, I think I'm going to put the bookmarker in it there. My voice held out. It was kind of going in and out there for a second. I don't know if you noticed, but uh, that's about all for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you think it will help a friend, please do go ahead and share the episode link with them or send them directly to jimgalliano.com forward slash podcast. All the episodes are there. And as always, if the solopreneur style business appeals to you and you want to grow and scale your own brand, again, go ahead and visit my main website at jimgalliano.com and subscribe there. Start learning how to remove the layers of complexity from your own business that are unnecessary and unproductive in favor of a more manageable, easier to scale business model that will serve you much better in the months and years to come. Thanks again for listening. Enjoy your Christmas holiday. All the best to you. And I'll talk to you later.